What up, what up, what up? It's Michael. Yo, how you guys doing, man? Happy Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday, right? Happy Tuesday to you. Hope all is going well. Bring on the comments right now. You know, I'm going to have Eric Griffin on. Uh, he's a comedian. He's amazing. He was on Workaholics. That was a great show, wasn't it? Workaholics. Uh, those guys are incredible. But Eric, he's been in an Adam Sandler movie. I mean, this dude's got it going on. He's a great comedian. And actually, me and Eric Griffin are going to be in Phoenix uh, this weekend. It's going to be an awesome show. He's letting me pop on, and I really appreciate that. So we'll be at Stand Up Live Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So definitely come on out. You know, I got to say what up to my sponsors, as always, Southgate Design. Uh, Eric and the whole company over there, it's family-owned. Any designs you need, quick, reliable. I mean, they do my hats, my shirts, everything. Everything that's all about, everything that's about this podcast. Uh, they, along with you, help grow it, and they're making it look great. So, Eric, Southgate Design, I appreciate you. And I'm going to be on tour my first day back on my own. I'm going to be on tour in St. Louis, Funny Bone, March 25th through 27th. March 25th through 27th, Funny Bone. Get your tickets. Just go to michaelyo.com. Actually, I'm going to drop it in the comments right here. Get tickets. Get tickets to check me out. michaelyo.com slash tour slash tour. Somebody click on that and see if it works. All right. Oh, my God. You guys are coming in. Let me say hi to all you guys. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, peace. Agena. Hey, what's up, Peace? That's a cool name. Peace. I like that, Peace. That's what we all need right now, right? Just a little bit of peace. That's all we need. Wing Sandoval, man, he's been checking in every single day. I appreciate the support, Wing Sandoval. Yo, 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 yo. Alice Khan, you here every day. I appreciate you. Look at me, Alice. I appreciate you. I am grateful for you guys that are checking into the Yo Show. Uh, Rose Delagardo. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Rose. You check in all the time, too. Here's what's great. We're building the community, man. We're building the community. We just went over 180,000 people. And you guys have been along for the whole journey. Just went over 180,000 people. We started with 40,000. You guys are checking out the videos. And also, share it. Share it. We're just trying to spread love, man. Morning, yo. Wake up and laugh. Wake up and feel good. Got more shout-outs, man. You guys, feel free. Hit me up if you got a question. Eric Griffin's going to be on in like three minutes. So hit me up if you got something. Uh, let's see. Get your tickets, michaelyo.com. Uh, how do I get your merch? Okay. So I, I get a lot of questions about the merch. I am getting merch. It's supposed to be coming in this week. Um, so they're going to have a way to get it on Facebook, on my page. So you guys that come in every day, you'll be able to pick up shirts, hats, and all that stuff. I just want to make sure I do it right. You know, and I make I want to make sure it's affordable as possible. But, you know, it, it costs money for me to get it in. And then it costs money for me to ship. So it will be out there. And then, you know, once we get the merch, like every Friday, I'm going to give away a couple pieces, too, for all you loyal people that check me out all the time. Sheila. What's up, Sheila? What's up, Sheila? Checking in every morning. Good morning, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Boo, boo. What's up? Uh, my dude, Andrew Singer. My dude. Andrew Singer, spreading the love and laughter and good vibes. That's what it's about. That's what this show is about. Spreading that love, checking in with you guys. Checking in with you guys, making sure you're all good, bringing you great interviews that you can enjoy. That's what this show is about. That's what this show is about. Uh, come back to New York, Westchester County. I know towards the end of the year, I'm doing Gotham again. And I think there's a club, I want to say it's called Levity Live. I think they already got me booked for those. That's going to be interesting because that's where I got COVID. So I'll be, <laughs> I'll be going back there at the end of the year. But I love comedy so much, man. You got to put it on the line. Alice Khan, we appreciate you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anthony Aquino. Here's the thing. I was doing a, with my son, I was doing a uh, Facebook Live with my son at the park. And for some reason, when you do Facebook Live, when I was doing that part, my teeth looked absolutely yellow. You can actually go back and watch this video. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. I was like, this is not right. It was not right. So uh, it looks fine now. My teeth look okay now, I think. I think we got my teeth looking okay now. I see I got a little delay, so I'm trying to figure that out before I get my guest on. 
before I get my guest on, trying to make sure we all good, you know? You know, it's going in and out. It's internet, man. Right now, I am living far away from Vegas, like far away in the boonies, as they say. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So the internet here and there, you know, it's not good. Uh, oh, so I can attest. So Andy has some of my merch. The Yo merch is comfortable. And I got new shirts that say, don't talk about it, be about it, which should be our anthem for 2021. Don't talk about it, be about it. So I got those shirts. I got the Panda shirts. I got um, I got hats you guys can get. So it's going to be all good. It's going to be all good. Uh, Wings, I sent you merch from a group I'm in. Would you wear it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you got a company, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you got a company, if you got a uh, business, if you're an entertainer, if you got a group, I want to wear your merch. Because I wear. if you notice, I wear the same-ish every day. I wear the same-ish every day. So if I get, remember, send me large shirts or extra large shirts. I'll rock it. Actually, I was thinking, I was talking to my wife about that today. I was like, I wish I could have different shirts because I buy the same thing. I don't want to think. But if you guys got a company, if you guys got a, if you're, if, if you're in a band, a group, it, as long as it's positive and uplifting, don't be giving me no devil worshiping music. I don't want to wear that kind of shirt. You know what I mean? But that's what I want to start doing. If you got a business, I will give you, I got to get a PO box, but I will give, start giving out an address where you can send stuff and I want to wear it. You got a, a business, a group, uh, if you're a stand-up comic and you got a shirt, I want to wear it. I want to support you because you guys, man, whoo, you coming through for me, man. I never thought, I never thought when we started the Morning Yo two months ago, two and a half months ago with 40,000 people, it would shoot up to over 180,000 people like that. It's crazy. You got, oh, so much love for you guys. Uh, let's see. Like my new show. Let's see right here. Okay. So Lamar Parker, he checks in every day. What up, Mike? Matt really had a great time. Man, let me tell you. You want to talk Bachelor? I had to watch it. I had to watch it with my wife. Let me tell you something about this, Matt, dude. Boring television, great guy. Boring as television, great guy. I didn't like the girls, man. And I told you this before. I told you this before. When Chris Harrison was trying to get canceled, when everybody was trying to cancel him, and I don't know if he's canceled or not, but he made these remarks about Rachel being on the plantation and all that kind of stuff or an antebellum party or whatever it was. I said... I said right then, I said, you know what's funny about that? Why would he even go on national television to talk about that? And then I started thinking, look, I've been in TV. I know how it works. You know what must have happened? It must have happened that she makes it to the finals or she's the one. And they were like, yo, we can't have this girl that looks like a racist win the show. So why don't you go over there, Chris Harrison, and clean it up? Chris Harrison was like, all right, I'm a pro. I've been here like 40,000 seasons or however many. I'll clean it up. Went there with no publicist and got hammered. Hammered. Just kept digging his hole. Kept digging his hole. Now, I don't believe in canceling people. I'm a comic. I hate when people cancel. But let them learn their lesson and move on. Can we do that, people? Can we stop canceling people? But, and then, and this was when there were still like eight girls when this happened. I was like, she probably made the finals. Or... Or she won, and now she's in the finals. No television. It never changes. I got to bring him in right now. My dude, Eric Griffin. What's up, bro? How are you? Hey, what's going on? I'm good. How about yourself, I man? Look, geez, I look like a crazy person. <laughs> no, you look you, no. I mean, you look good to me. You look good oh, to me, man. <laughs> you know, You know what I love is that you actually woke up for this, because I know you're a late you're a late riser, aren't you? Um, no, I mean, it just, I'm trying to actually go to bed earlier now. I'm trying to, I'm trying to go to bed early. Oh, look, I fixed it. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to go to bed early and, uh, you know, so I can wake up early just to be healthier. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I just, listen, I just heard you talking about The Bachelor and what a nightmare that whole situation is. The, the show's a nightmare. They're just that I, I I love I love hate watching those type yes. of shows. That's, that's I, I'm the a hate only, it's the only reason I watch is for hate watching. It's not because like I, oh I love love. No, no, no. Cause they these this is the stupidest premise. 
Preach. Go ahead, Eric. Preach, please. It is the please dumbest premise for a show both ways. You know, when we have, whether it be The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, it's just ridiculous that the, you know, because first of all, it's like this kind of like forced polyamory that they're doing for like, you know, uh, however many weeks they're doing it. Uh, you know, you, you see, and then like there are certain characters that are on the show where you go, you're just here to be awful. Yes. You know, wh- why are you, you're, you're, are you really looking for love? And then when it just gets down to the nitty gritty, it's like, how many of these relationships have actually worked? You know, I think that big brother relationships last longer than the bachelor relationships because they well, have a shared experience of going through something so terrible and you know and then now they they move on and they and they they stay together because they met in the house and then they, then they date afterwards but this that, kind of nonsense that, you know go ahead and no and, and what makes it more realistic on big brother is they ain't get on these fancy dates you know like that's first of all nobody is going to go on these unrealistic dates so they fall in love with these crazy dates and this dude and then they got that little what's that thing when you're captured and you start falling in love with your capture what's it called Oh, 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 um, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> so literally, they got Stockholm syndrome. They they think this dude is everything. Yeah. Oh, my, how about this? How about this? How about <laughs> the one girl? I forgot which one it was. The one that was like, so she she gets to go on a date with him, and she come back with twenty thousand dollars worth of shopping. Oh, yeah. shopping spree. <laughs> That was Rachel. You know, that was Rachel. Yeah, so she, so she come in the house with the, you know, and it's like, why, why send her back to the house to show these other women, like, you know, like, I, I, I this reality TV. That's what they gotta do, man. That was so messed up. That, that I thought that was at that moment where I stopped. That's the last episode I watched because I was like, oh, this is nonsense. Because no, she, if you, she's you, not the winner, if she's not the winner, she already won. She won in that that episode she won because she came in hi look at all my stuff that he bought me it's like come on that was so messed up it was and, he's messed the most, up, man. and by the way by the way he is super boring so, <laughs> dude let me tell as you man two, as two ethnic men thank you we can say that <laughs> yes yes you, i mean he's black but you know he, he has no flavor he has no flavor i'm sure he's but he's Zero. a great guy and he's safe. You know what he is for that show? Safe. He's very yeah. safe for that show. Which, which, you know what though? In itself, could be like you could see it as a little racism-y. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, let's get a black guy, but make sure he's super. Like they need to get a dude. You know, the dude's he got to be Jerome Lamar. You know what I mean? He got to be like, yo, 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 yo. I'm about yeah, to come, come in. What's up? What's up, ladies? What's up, ladies? You know what I mean? He got to come in just, just like making all of white America uncomfortable. Because of all the white girls that are going to be like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, they don't want to see that. Like, that's television. Like, let, let's have like a dude that, you know, he got like a tattoo on his neck and he's just. You like know, a dude or, that would have been casted from Flavor of Love or something. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's let these like you know, some somebody not somebody who's just like hey, ladies. I love you all, and we're not going to have any bullying. It's like, you know, this is what yeah, I can't dude, stand. It's hold like, on, hold on, hold on. The dude started with a prayer. Did you see that? And I have no problem about listen, religion. I'm out. <laughs> you understand? I'm out. I'm out when you you know. It's it's like it. It's like, come on, dude. Come on, dude. You know, this is like, it's just stop. Stop. You know, so, you know, they they all make bad choices. They all yeah. make like, so like there was that one girl that he finally kicked out, who was crazy. Yep. You know what I mean? She oh, was just, just one, the camera angle. Don't worry about it. Sorry, just one that was just, you know, she had a bad attitude, and you think to yourself, why do you keep picking her? Why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do you keep bringing her back if everybody it's like then that's when you make it that's when you go oh this is just for television. You want to believe that these people are actually looking for love. I mean that to me is the premise of the show. But where it's gone recently, it just feels like oh, they're just trying to like rile people up and just plan for the next next season. Of course they are. So. It's reality TV. Nobody's looking Look, if you got to go on TV to find love, you ain't going to find love. I totally agree. 
Like the, the like, did you see the one with the the the, the Bachelorette, the last season of Bachelorette? Oh, the this is the first, listen, listen, this is the first time I've ever watched either show. By the way, it's the first time I ever watched. You know, really? So yeah, 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 yeah. So I was just so when okay, so when they had the the thirty nine year old, okay, and let's yeah, just Claire, look, Claire, let's let's just be one hundred. She thirty nine, okay. So let's not act like you know what I mean. And and, and this is my problem with it. I have no problem with her being 39, okay? Yeah. Great. You know, she's she was beautiful, whatever, right? You can't have a 30-year-old trying to be with a 39-year-old woman. Like it's it, like it, it it just it looked Look. ridiculous because they weren't ready for what she and by the way, she wasn't even ready and you know it because she picked a dude that she ain't even still with. They already broke up. Okay. Let me tell you something. <laughs> like, let me tell you something. My friend got on this show, Ivan Hall. He made it to the last three. He was the, um, he lives in Dallas. He made it down to the final three with, uh, I believe her name was Tasha. And oh, wait, he's wait, gonna be, was he the, was he the, the black, black kid? kid? Yeah. She should have picked him. But anyway, go told, on. And I told him, she ain't, and it, this is before the show even aired. I said, she ain't picking a, she ain't picking a black dude. I just knew she yeah. was going to pick somebody else. I was like, you'll make it to the end, but you, she ain't picking you. And he's like, I can't right. say that. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you when I knew she wasn't going to pick him. Okay. <laughs> they, they go on their overnight romantic evening. Okay. Uh-huh. He got that look on his face like, I tore it up last night. He <laughs> had that look. And then she, then she leaves with the other guy. And he had that look on his face like, Oh, she, she gonna be with another. She going with the other dude now, and that's what oh, I was yeah. like. Oh yeah, dude, you're done, bro. It was didn't cute. Sm- Look, I don't think he said they didn't smash. Like he said it. No, I don't think so either because they put him in a freaking Winnebago or a trailer. That how, why There's they no gonna way. put the black dude in a trailer? Can I, can I tell you something? If yeah. they didn't, that's why she didn't pick him. Do you understand? Yeah, I that's understand. why she didn't pick him. Like if if, mm-hmm. if he was like being a gentleman or whatever nonsense he was trying to say to himself, no, 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 that should have been the moment he should have made his move and let her know this is what you're gonna be getting for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> he said. He said honestly, they talked all night. I was like, all right. Oh, that's well, yeah, good. that's what she didn't pick him because that's her. Yeah. Oh, think because he was a cousin at that point. <laughs> You're just a relative now. Ivan yeah. Hall, just imagine Ivan Hall will be on the show Wednesday. It's a special edition of Morning Yo. It's going to oh, be like that. I might have to come back on. No, I want actually, <laughs> actually, you know what? I would love to come back on and talk would to this you, guy about this. Okay. I would love to do that because this is would nonsense. You, would you pop back on? I'll give I'll, you the info. Sure. And pop, yes, I, I want you to in. talk to him. I just want <laughs> us to just have, he's such a good dude. And uh, was, you know what? He was a good dude. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. She, I thought she should have picked him. You know, she picked this dude that was like, look, look listen, at, okay. I hated her because she kept saying, wait, you hated who? Tasha? Tasha. Tasha. I didn't, Tasha. 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 I didn't like her. You know why? Because she kept saying this nonsense about, you know, you know, like remember when um, the, the one dude who was causing all the drama, you know, and then they were like, you know, she was like, you guys are questioning my, yeah. Like when, she kicked, when she kicked out the Harvard guy, right? Yeah. I think you know, his name was Benjamin or Ben or something like that. I, I can't remember. Which they weren't a match. Okay. They weren't no. a match. But check this out. He was 100% correct. Mm-hmm. You know, he was 100% correct. Like, yo, this dude is not for you. He's causing all this drama. And she's like, well, like, yeah, we're, first of all, we're questioning your decision making process because you want a TV show looking for love. So that's step <laughs> one. Okay. Exactly. So step one, don't tell me you make good decisions. Okay. So there, so that's out the window. So you're adventurous. Okay. So let, let's just be real about that. This one dude, he comes in, he's causing all kind of problems. You got to make him shave his dumb ass mustache. So he don't make good choices. And then here you are talking about, you, here you are talking about, oh yeah. Uh, you know, you guys, how dare you guys question you know, it's like, yeah, we can question your 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 decision making because you picking, you keep bringing this guy back who nobody likes. He's causing problems, and then she keeps, and then she keeps doing this too. So the the Harvard guy comes back. I love you, and she after she already kicked him out. Yeah, it's like, it's like, bro, she just ain't into you. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> no, it's so true. It's so true. Uh, Rose says Eric is funny. Of course he's funny. Thank you. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Andrew Singer. Do you know Andrew Singer? Beer, beer humor? He's a good not, dude. He does I'm all of sure. Darnell Rollins' uh, Instagram and stuff like that. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, well, hey, name. buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do sound, you know, Mike, you do sound distorted. I'm getting into distortion in my thing. Do I sound okay, though? Really? They said I sound no, okay. Yeah. Sound I, thought, I saw the last comment. It said that I'm, I sound okay, but you sound distorted. Do I really I sound space, distorted? Dude. No, it's like it's crackling when you speak, but you know because I don't hear that on my side, and that's making me. Angry. Oh yeah, I hear it. On, I hear it on your. I I hear it here on on my side. Really? Hang on. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let I'm me try to fix this. Well, I'll just on. keep. I'll just keep talking while you're doing that. So yeah, yeah, yeah guys. Um, yeah. So, anyways, so I didn't like her when she came, and first of all, she was behind the eight ball when she came in because all these guys. We're thinking they were going to be in love with a completely different woman. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? And by the way, if you 39 single, you've been on this show five times. Okay. And you still haven't found a match. Maybe it's you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and then they, and then we have to sit back and be like, okay, we can't mention her age. We can't mention anything. It's like, nah, age is about experience. So yes, we can. This ain't about ageism. This is about these people were not a match for that woman. They were not a match. Like these people are at different stages in their life. If she's 39, she look into, she got to have babies in the next couple of years. Okay. Okay. Like, hey, we, Eric, can, can you yeah. hear me now? Is this still crackling? No, no, you sound great now. Okay. So I, I, I figured out the problem. Okay. I figured it out. Like, okay. So what I'm saying is this, it is totally within the, our bounds to be like, you're a 39 year old woman. You're trying to get married and have kids. That is an issue. So if I'm going on a dating show and I'm 30, okay, and I'm like, oh, so you you want to get married, you know, in it, within this show, and we got to fall in love and have babies right away because this is a health issue now. Like that oh, yeah. is that's not with that's not out of bounds to be like, yo. It, so these these guys didn't have the wherewithal. They didn't have the emotional maturity to deal with somebody who was on that trajectory. Like, did well, you see how uncomfortable the Dale dude was when she was like, when they had the oh like the little, they brought him back and she was like, oh yeah. And we're talking about having kids. And that dude was like, you know, you know what happened to Dale? We, 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 we talking you know what? what? <laughs> you know what happened to Dale? You know, you know what happened? It was one of those things where he went on this show just to be famous. And then the woman was like, you the one. Now it's he like, should, I don't want to look like came on Morning Yo. Morning Yo, he would have done right. better. I would have found him a <laughs> lot of girls. But but this is what happened, Eric. This is what happened. He went on there, and now he's put in a position where if he says no, he looks like an a-hole. So he's just, now it's all about fight or flight. 100, dude. Uh, what is the dude supposed to do on <laughs> national TV with the 39-year-old white girl exactly. who's like, Who's like, I love you. I've never felt this way before. And he was like, Yeah, I never <laughs> felt this way before either. Are the camera's on still? Are the cameras exactly. on still? And then he was like, Yes, I will marry you. Like, oh, I'm, I'm clear I'm now. Thank you, Wings. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, I'm sure when I'm sure when the guy came in and said, Well, uh, the show's changing. Uh, all you guys, Claire's leaving, and it, you know, we're looking for a proposal. Dale was probably like, What? <laughs> So, so I have I have a good friend, and you got to hear this. Her name is Jess. She's in one of the largest podcasts in the world for The Bachelor. It's absolutely huge. Her name is Jess Ambrose. She's with Becca. It's called Chatty Broads. And she said the inside scoop was when Claire was announced as The Bachelorette, it did not mm -hmm. go where. There was no pickup. Nobody was excited for. So they knew that we they were going to – they knew they were going to feed her Dale or someone to get her off the show fast because think about this. That show only shoots for a month, a maybe five weeks. So Claire was off in like eight to nine days in real time. That means they had to quarantine this other girl, Tasha, for 14. They already knew Tasha was going to take over. So it was all set up. They, didn't, yeah, they didn't pause production for two weeks so Tasha could. She was already I mean, there. I just, you know what? It's, it's a, I always call it like, sometimes I, I, I call these things like, it's like a liberal, a, a liberal setup, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I give you an example of what I mean. What's that mean? I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of what I mean. Okay. It's like a progressive setup, I'm saying. Like, like 
You know the girl from This Is Us, the fat Which girl. Which one? The heavy set fat girl. Oh, okay. my wife just said. My wife just said it's Tasha. I, we keep saying Tasha. It's Ta sorry, baby. Sorry, honey. I know my wow. wife. I can't get away. She, it's too much. <laughs> Tone it down, Miss Yo. Tone you, it down. No, that's all, Eric. I have nothing to do with that comment. I love you. That is Eric. Tone Griffin. it down, okay? That's Eric Griffin, <laughs> baby. You are my life. I, you, you are. Oh, look, right at, look at him right here. Look at Mike. Look at Mike over here reading from a script, baby. I love you. You are the inspiration. You are the one for me. I will never not listen to you. Okay, listen. This is what I mean. All right. So that chick on This Is Us. Yes. She wore the most horrendous dress to an award show. It was this big red, so it looked like plastic. It was the weirdest looking about? dress. There's like the girl from This Is Us, the the, the heavy set chick. Okay, uh, there's only one. There's only one. Don't be mean. There's only. I'm not being mean. I'm just that's her description. Mike, if you were in a liquor store and she was yeah. robbing the liquor store, and the police said, "Hey, uh, can you give us a description?" Your dumb ass is going to be like, well, she was uh, calorically challenged. No, you'd be like, she was it, was, it was a fat girl. She had a gun and she, her hair was brown. You know what I mean? To do. I have nothing to do with this conversation. <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm saying is that's her description. I'm sorry. This ain't, this ain't nothing. This ain't nothing mean. I'm saying she's the heavy set girl from this and that. This is us. Anyway, she wore this red dress that she looked like the Kool-Aid man. Okay. No, no. listen to me. <laughs> My point is this. No. no. If you're if you're that big and mm -hmm. you wear a dress that looks like that, that's a setup for people like me or whoever to be like like all those shows where they talk about fashion at the at the at the red carpet. Yeah. Like uh -huh. what so this is what I'm trying to say. They talking about fashion at the red carpet and she comes up, then what do they have to do? They have to be like this. Oh, she um wow, that's an interesting choice. You know, no, they really should what be able to you, be like okay, okay. That okay. doesn't look good on well, her. Let's get into well, it. What all I'm trying to say like is this. Her to well? What would you No, 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 like no. That's not well? the point. No, 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 Listen, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. That's not the point. No, no, no. What's the point then? What's what's the what's the um what's the actress um what's her uh what's her name? Um uh Melissa McCarthy is a heavy set woman. She always looks great. She wears dresses and stuff. She looks great. She looks sexy. Oh, she so made all a, I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. Fashion choice. Right, Mike. That's my point. So check out what I'm let me let me follow my logic here. That, what does that have to do with Listen that? Listen to what I'm saying. I'm gonna okay. tell you right now. Okay. When you make a bad fashion choice, we should be out be allowed to say, well, that's a really bad fashion choice. But what ends up happening is people go, Oh, you're only saying that because she's big and all these. So when someone is big and they make a bad fashion choice. You kind of hold your tongue because you don't want to seem like you're making fun of them. That's the same thing when you have a 39-year-old bachelorette. It's the same thing. Mm. So now we got to go. Now we got to go, uh, what do we say? Uh, are we going to be ageist? Are we going to be, you know, are we, are we, no, we're saying, I'm saying to you, I look at it more nuanced. I'm saying if she's 39, she that means she's more experienced. Let's look at her life. She's been on The Bachelor five, six, seven times. She's already been on there, and then she, that relationship didn't work. Now she's 39. Her biological clock's click ticking. She's talking about, I, I want to have kids and babies. That should be a part of the selection process. So that's why if you're 30 years old and you go, well, yeah, she's attractive, but like, am I? do I want to spend a month falling in love with her, and then now I have to think about having kids and a family right away? Is that something that you consider? Well, yes. Well, no, hold on, it's hold not on, hold just on. about it's not just about she's old. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, it's hold more on. nuanced. But and that's but why when, I brought up the other thing. But when you <laughs> that was a long way to go for that. But <laughs> but because well, you didn't let on, me get Eric, to it, Eric, you being you being progressive. <laughs> that's my whole point. You the part of the problem. <laughs> now, no, here's what the reason I really know Chrissy Metz. That's her name. So I, that's why I ain't saying nothing. I know her. Uh, yeah, she's listen. But, Great, great lady. Great. I'm saying she Let's made a bad fashion choice okay. that day. Just, and I'm saying it was the setup. She knew because she wanted people to talk smack. That's my whole point. Can we, <laughs> can we move forward, please? Can we just forget about that? You you remember the dress. Don't act like you didn't see that dress. <laughs> no, don't act like you didn't see that dress. You know like, what I love about you, Eric? You know what I love huh? about you? You watch more pop television than me. And that's hard to find yeah. another dude that watched more pop television than me. 
Well, it's because I'm in this like now I'm in this committed relationship, and that's the only nonsense we get we we get to watch because that's all you get they want to share watch. those moments. You get to share those. Yeah, moments. I, 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 you just pick a city and a housewife, and I'm watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's one thing I love about my wife. She doesn't watch those shows, so I don't have to watch oh. the housewife show. But Bachelor, I love. This is us. I'm watching, it. and that's really the only two shows me and her share. And everything else I watch on my own. Because, you know, I watch a lot of black programming, yeah. like these movies, watch yeah, like yeah. One Night in Miami, and I'm about to watch Judas and um, the Lucas Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So have you ever watched a black movie where white people do black people wrong with your white girlfriend? And how do yeah, they respond? Was, I just don't like doing it because they, you know, can we just be honest? Like, I have a trouble myself watching the yearly white guilt movie that Hollywood puts out mm-hmm. every single year. Mm-hmm. You know, at a certain point, I'm sure there's white people at home. Like, here we go. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. let, oh, like, like here, like I'm sure there's white people at home. Like, I know we messed up 200 years ago. Can we let this go already? So I'm sure there's, there's, that's a legit feeling that people have when they're watching these kind of movies. You know what I'm saying? Because they really can't even go where they really want to go during these movies. It's not like they can show like, like if it was like an all white movie, like say Saving Private Ryan. So when the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan, that's the first time you looked at a movie and went, ooh, war is not good. I'm waiting for the movie where you, where people really are uncomfortable with slavery. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? But I, here's the thing. And I understand your point. And I hear, I, I got in a conversation with one white dude I know very well. That's why we could jump into it. And he goes, every time I turn on the television, I feel like I'm being blamed for something. And I understand that point. But also, I believe you need the movies to keep coming out, just like you need all types of movies from history to keep coming of out course. so you never forget about the history. Because trust me, there's a certain part of America People that want just wants that sweep that away. How, by, by, by the way, devil's advocate on the other side against your friend that you're talking about you know you got to think of it like this like that's equivalent to well that's not equivalent to but this is like an analogy of it like you cheat on your wife okay and she decides to take you back she ain't gonna forget oh never it's gonna be a, lo- it's gonna be a long time where she you know every time you go out where are you going you know what I mean? It's gonna be like he's gonna oh, okay. Can you forgive me at a certain point? No, well, no. This is something that's present. Let's not. Let's remember what you've done so we can continue to work on it. You know what I mean? So when when somebody says something like that, it's like they're just like I'm being blamed. You know, say like, well, I mean, so what? If if you didn't do nothing, don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, I, I I used to have a joke about this, and I totally get that perspective too. Of like, it just it's like to people like the, this generation of white people. Slavery to them is like getting on an elevator where somebody already farted, you know? And then like, so then you in the elevator, you know, and then the doors open and it's some, some, some black people. And you're like, Oh no, that this part's been here. That That wasn't wasn't me. me. This part been here for generations. I didn't, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) I didn't do this. So I totally understand that. So that's why, but personally for me, I get uncomfortable watching period movies so any movie that's like to me if it's pre-1970s and racism is not involved it don't seem real no at the same time and at the same time i don't want to watch i'm like oh this again is there any uplift can we just see sometimes i just want to see a black movie where they're not talking about racism can we just see a a a black neighborhood in the 19 but then they go well we can't because this is what was going on you're right so so So, let me Hold on, hold so on. So sorry, white people, y'all messed up. <laughs> so let me tell you this. My dad, you know, went through segregation, got a PhD. He went through all that, had to do marches just to drink, just to eat out of restaurants. But one thing my he dad- a, He found an Asian girl, you know what I mean? A, he went to Korea. Oh, was he the other way? He wasn't fighting for the war. He was looking for love, you know? He, anyway, so, so my dad's favorite movie, because he went through all that, is Django Unchained. Because he said that's the only movie where they use the N-word like it was really used back in the day. I was just going to say earlier, that was the first time. I think the closest thing where you thought, yep. ooh, this makes me uncomfortable. I just think that when you watch something, it should make you uncomfortable. It's like, the, you know, it's not like the end is, there's some um, uplifting thing about it. Listen, when you watch a movie about slavery or racism or something like that, it's 2021 
and a white cop just killed a black guy. So whatever movie I'm watching, we know it didn't get better yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's no happy ending. So I don't, so it's like if the movie is in 1980 and we're talking about police brutality, hey, guess what? It didn't get better. So, so Eric, so here, here's what's I don't interesting. Hear, the movie is like, who cared? This is not realistic, whatever the movie is. I tell you, NWA was huge, and they were talking about all the problems. Ice Cube has a line that goes, F the police coming straight from the underground because young brother got it bad because I'm brown and not the other color. So police think they have the authority to kill a minority. Now, that's over 30 years ago. Over th- Man, And the I, same thing is happening. When I was watching that movie when I, with his son, you know, I'm watching that movie. And at the time it came out, there was some stuff in the news about police brutality. And I thought to myself, how crazy is it that that's still happening? You know, like how it crazy. So that's why to get back to your original question about it's like, I don't even, I don't want to be uncomfortable if I, if I like, you know, it's like, so if I'm watching a movie with somebody and it's like, you know, you know, you know, that moment where you're like, you're watching some, a movie, maybe your white friends with you, some racist (laughs) shit. So listen, some racist shit happened. You, you don't even, sometimes you just, even if you just go like this, (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> they and then they might look at you like that i didn't do that that's not you know what i mean like or, you know they just in the theater like Ooh, oh yeah know, wow uh-huh you know they just like oh they gonna beat him again like how many times they gonna beat this guy you know what i mean it's like i can't wait till i take my wife to the to i, I believe it's in dc i forgot i was performing out there but i went to the that brand new and i'm gonna mess up the name what is it the black museum national history uh, a black god dog. it's the new museum where it, wow, it you're the worst <laughs> uh, do you know what it is jesse jackson is on a phone call right now <laughs> hold on hold on hold on uh, get that new... michael yo with the merit <laughs> hold on I, I gotta get the name because i you know when you say that okay national museum of african-american history it's in i believe Washington. You, you, wait, first of all you acted like the name was like shaka zulu or something like that you mean it was literally just the african-american museum <laughs> i thought it would be i thought it i thought it had something more you didn't know like, it? No, i can't it was years ago but i can't wait to bring my wife there because i mean it gets deep into what white people did the black people like yeah, like yeah. you see you see it there's there's like old footage there's pictures yeah. there's how about that city how about that city man that they bombed in was it uh, not Oklahoma, but like I know what you're talking about. It was a black community. It was a black community. They just, you know, and that they were kind of thing is just glossed. It's just glossed over in history. You would think that that'd be something we'd remember forever. That's like one of those things that go, hey, let's not talk about that anymore. You know, I want to say, but you know, my, my, my fiance is Jewish. So, mm-hmm. you, you, you know, it's like that, that, that age old battle. <laughs> you know, I'm just, it's an age old battle where it's like, you know, you go, okay, you, you guys had it bad. You, more recently, you had it bad too. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's a lot of pain and suffering in your family. Right? There's a lot of pain and suffering. And like, you yeah. know, so what, what are you supposed to do? Okay. So. What is this? It says, Wing says, uh, like when your girl gets mad because the guy on TV is being more romantic than you, you never buy oh, me. Ch- check it out. 100. Yeah, and, you know, cause I, mm-hmm. like I'm like, ooh. I'm like, first of all, first of all, this is fake. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 100%. you can't compare me to that. Like, what they do? Yeah, this this is not real. And can, and we and how about this? Can we talk about the stuff she's doing for him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they only look at it one way, don't they? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. look at all these. Bro- one thing I got to say about my wife, once again, because she's probably watching. No, I love you. Uh, she's like, not watching. She's mad at me. She hates me now. Don't bring that Eric Griffin on. <laughs> yeah, probably so. Probably so. No, but it, it's, a thing where, it's, a, it's a thing where uh, I, I like the show to a certain point because it, 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 it really makes me question why women like this show. Like if, if we were in a meeting, Eric, say we were in a boardroom, all women. And they ran a network. And I go, yo, I got a show where one dude could hook up with 26 different women and don't have to marry one at the end. We would be called misogynist. We would be thrown mm-hmm. out the room. But yet How right about now, this, what? How about this, though? Just to, t- to tack on what you just said, 
how about this? So I went, you know, it's it, it, if if the guys also had said, all right, um, one of the games they're going to do is the guy is going to make all the women strip. Would that be okay? No, no, no. no. Would that strip, be okay? Strip, but then box each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they make no, no, because that's what the Bachelorette did to the guys, and no, it was like, that, oh, they did fine. that with the girls too this year. Oh, okay. Same see, thing. I don't even see. I didn't. I didn't. I don't. I didn't watch enough of this season because I was already out on the. It just. I just was like, oh no, this is the guy was too boring. The women were too awful, and I just don't accept what you're exactly what you're saying. It's like, it's like you know, women. They, they, it makes the women look like property. You know, it's like. And then the thing is, like, of course he's got to kiss every single one of them. Of course he's got to be romantic with every single one of them. And it's like, why are they okay with that? Can I, I, can I, I tell I you something? I asked Ivan this. I said, do you realize how dirty that mouth is that you're kissing? Like a woman that's kissed about 20 dudes, that mouth is dirty. dirty and you kiss him right at He goes, well, she stops and brushes her teeth between guys. I'm like, it still don't matter. Like, I guarantee yeah, you, people leave that house with doing. sores. They got all that's- kind of mouth herpes. It's crazy. That's one of those things you're not supposed to talk about. That's just one of those things you just, you know, that's, that's one all of those that like, realities. Every time she's kissing somebody, I like, ooh, whoever's the bad By the way, by the way, I'm like, yo, man, by the way, is too, dirty. When they, I don't know at what point did they do a, the Bachelorette, but I'm glad that they have the Bachelorette. They have to have that because for me, it applies to both. Okay. It applies oh, yeah. to both for me. Oh, yeah. But for a long time, you know, it's that kind of thing where you talk about it. You go, well, what if it? Well, if it was women, blah blah blah. It's like, no, 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 no. This applies to both. It's the whole, the whole thing. I reject. You know? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Oh, by the way, we're in the middle of the pod, but I wanted to let everybody know that we are going to be in Phoenix this weekend. Eric uh, is. I'm so happy you're letting me pop on your shows out there at Stand Up Live in Phoenix. So it's going to be a fun time. Come on out. If you get a chance, I talked about it at the beginning of the pod before you were on. But stand up live Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and uh, we would love to see you out there. We would love to see you out there. So now, yeah, it's, uh, I'm a little nervous about it, but it is what it is. Why? Why are you nervous? Well, because this is my first time going out of town since this whole thing happened. It's gonna be my first time getting on a plane. It's gonna be my first time doing a long set again. I feel rusty. I feel, you know, I'm not even worried about necessarily getting COVID, but that is in the back of my mind too. Mm-hmm. But I'm just nervous about the whole process. So I'm gonna have my notebook with me. I'm. A, it's gonna be like I'm starting me, over from scratch. Let me tell and you. It's, I, uh, I will set the tone because I now I've gotten to this level of comfortability that took a while, but. I go up there and try out new jokes the whole time and I got a notepad. So it's like new joke It's new joke weekend, but it's going to be some good stuff, but I go up there with a I notepad. I know, but it's a different, different situation though. Cause it's like, if my name's on the marquee, they're coming yeah. for a show, you know, yeah. it's like, you wouldn't want to go see a movie where you can see the boom. And then the director comes in and goes, okay, cut. All right. We we're just trying that out. Let's, uh, let's no, do that right. scene again. The people watching are going to be like, uh, we kind of wanted to see a finished product, you know? <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> So it's like there's like you know, but hopefully I think people understand because of what wow. the nature of like what's mm-hmm. what's happening right now, and but you know so yeah, but come on out and it should be good. You know, it's like uh, it, and it's great that we'll be able to like yip yap and like you know, you know what man, uh, I wanna I wanna ask you this because I gotta run, but in a few minutes, but I wanted to ask you about uh, where are you? Because I see you pop up in like you were in an Adam Sandler movie, you've done Workaholics, you've done, you've been in a couple movies. Where are you in that chain right now? You know what I mean? Are are you a guy that well, like still... are you getting in a lot of rooms or what's happening with you and what is it like to break cuz you have the level of no auditions, you have the level of auditions, you have the level of I audition and now I get booked some. Where you know are what? you? Yeah. You know what? They're act that that actually that whole premise you just said is actually false. It actually doesn't oh, work like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because how you said it, it's like a deli and everybody gets their turn and it doesn't oh, yeah, work that's like true. that. That's true. It doesn't work like that. It, it, it works like this guy uh, writes a movie and in the movie, the, 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 the this character's dad is Asian and his mother's black and uh, or whatever it is. And they go, you know, we need somebody that and they go, oh, you know what? I watched this guy's podcast. Uh, I think he'd be perfect for this. And he was on uh, whatever. And that's how it works. And mm. then if that's a then if that's a hit. You know, if that's a hit, then now you're a name, you're out there, and then they, they they give you work, whether whether it's warranted or not. Like this isn't a this isn't a meritocracy. 
entertainment business is not a meritocracy and a meritocracy is you're chosen for ability. It doesn't work like that. There's so many other factors that go into it. So yeah, you might, I might have worked with like the Adam Sandler movie. You know who directed that? Kyle from workaholics. That's how I got that part. Cause he said to Adam Sandler, Oh, I got a guy, guy for this. Then Adam Sandler looked at my stuff and he was like, yeah, use him. Let's use him. That's how it really works. Mm. It's not like, you know, so, so if, uh, if, a, if a production company or a producer that writes the show, if they don't know me, like, like when I used to go on auditions, like I, bef- let's say before I'm dying up here and it was just workaholics, right? I always knew who a workaholics fan is when I walked into the room, because if I walked into the room and the casting or the, or the, the person I'm meeting with is like, Oh man, what, what's up Montez? I can't believe yeah. you. You know, then I know, Oh, this is actually a fan of the show. So they're, you know, and sometimes you go in and people go, Oh, hi. hi. Oh yes. Um, I, oh, you're on workaholics. I hear that, you know, that, that, that's like the show right now. You know, I know that this person is just, it's just in the lexicon and they know about it. So it, it actually, it still is very much a relationship based business. It's, it's about results. So if like, if, if you're moving the needle, then you're going to move the needle in casting and production offices. But it, there's no levels like that because it can go from there down to here. You know, if, if, if Martin Scorsese is like, well, I want to audition like five people that look like this. I don't care who you are. You're going to audition for Martin Scorsese. I don't care who you like. You might think that you get offer only. No, because it depends. On, so what I'm saying is it's different all the way around. It goes up and down. It goes, it, mm-hmm. it zigzags all over the place. So, what you to close it off because I know you got to go is people then and you understand this people make their own opportunities you know it's like the Michael the yo 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 productions starts up and you write a sitcom that that stars you and you get the backers and developers next thing you know your show's coming out on Peacock and people are looking around like how the hell did Michael Yo get a, a show he hasn't he didn't go through the, the, the no 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 he did. He built up a fan base. He started his production company. He wrote his script. And here he is. Because that's how a lot of people start. That's how a lot of people do anything in this business. So there's all different types of paths. There's no right or wrong way. And we just all got to just keep doing what we're doing until that lottery ticket hits. Because, like, you might get an audition from your agent. Last story. Sean Hayes. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. I remember Sean Hayes talking about this. He was like, man, he had three roommates or something. He was living in an apartment in Reseda trying to decide, man, am I going to make it in this business like this? Uh, Will and Grace changed his life forever. It just happens like that. You, you never know. It's random selection. It's not like it is. that person, that person worked hard and they're ready for the, and you know, and then Mr. Hollywood goes, uh, yo, Yo, Michael, <laughs> yo, is Michael here, yo here? Here, yeah. here. This is, this is your ticket, buddy. You oh made it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily work like that. So the thing we need to do is just, like, enjoy the present. Keep working. Keep doing what we're doing. You know, there, there's things you feel, that you're But don't you but feel I'm just that. Tell you this. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. But don't you feel that uh, what's good about stand-up comedy to a certain level, you can support yourself to get by all those low moments from acting. Well, I mean, you know, you now we have a lot of different outlets. You know, yeah, I, I know have we do. I, my, I have my podcast, Riffin with Griffin. Make sure you check so that good. out. So good. Michael Yo's been on it. Uh, um, I have I game every day now because I'm just home, so I'm doing. I'm on Twitch at Eric Griffin Gaming. You know, mm-hmm. then I have my now I have my stand up. I'm gonna be in Phoenix live this weekend. You know, and then I have different auditions and stuff that I'm trying to still break back into movies and television and this kind of stuff. So, you know, it's like we have all these different creative outlets, and the the pandemic has taught me that you know, we need to find ways to monetize our personality, monetize your person. It's more than just being like a stand-up actor, or whatever. It's about, you realize it's really more about who we are as people and how we connect with our audience. And yeah, here we are. 100%. So Eric, Wednesday, Ivan Hall, 1230 on morning. 1230 Pacific? Pacific time. It's it's morning, yo, and afternoon. That one's going to be. Oh. And I want you, I'm going to send you the link. Me, you send me the link. I would love we need, we need to we need to grill him. Did you smash? Did you, Did you smash? smash? <laughs> Did you smash? 
And he's going to give us an up. So what you need to do is you need to watch the, the last episode and the one that's coming up. No, wait. He's going to be the last episode So because we're going to talk about that, too. And the whole controversy oh, oh, gotcha. and all. So just yeah, watch the I will, I will, I'll, I'll get caught up because it's uh, very fascinating. And, uh, you know, <laughs> all I'm saying is, like, like I said, to go back to just to cover up everything that I've yeah. talked about today, it's like mm-hmm. life is nuanced. It's not black and white. And when no. you have these situations, you know, the, the, the media put, it, put us in these situations where you can't make comments or say anything without people judging you harshly when we're barely, we're really just, we're not talking about somebody individually so much as we're talking about everything around it, you know? So like, yes, we could talk about her, what the, the, the girl being 39 and, and, and the age of the other guys and how this is weird. Yes, we could talk about somebody who like, hey, you didn't make a great fashion choice. And now people are feel uncomfortable talking about it because of all these other factors. When that's not what it is. It's just a simple. That was a bad fashion choice. You know what I'm saying? So and the same thing in, in The Bachelor and The Bachelorette is just full of choices that Every time we want to talk about something, somebody could get canceled just because of how they're talking yeah. about it or but without having enough follow through, you know? Well, uh, Eric, this was fun, man. I think me and you should start a separate podcast together because we got some good flow, man. We got some good yeah, flow, well, you know? All right, All right. You know, you just, you just add me to the morning, yo. <laughs> morning, that, uh, yeah, well, you check in once a week. We'll be good, man. So once yeah. again, Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix, uh, this weekend, Thursday fruit through friday stand up live uh you can go to standuplive.com or you can go to eric griffin's website i'm sure uh and also keep subscribing man you guys are blowing this thing up i really appreciate it share this one this was a great one uh and uh (laughs) and keep subscribing and eric i will see you on wednesday with ivan okay yes and thursday and Thursday, and you, and Phoenix, you got it, man. Your lighting looks amazing. You got to take a picture and send it to me. Like, what kind of lighting you got? Because you look nice. Oh, this, yeah, these are my two. Uh, you know, I got my green screen. This is my gaming setup. That's why man, it looks like this. It looks really good. It looks really good. Yeah, so All right, I man. Got my two. Uh, you know. All right, I gotta go. I love you, man. All right, peace, man. Hey.